This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 378, Spotlight on X-Men Apocalypse. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is our episode where we take a look at the uh, recent release of X-Men Apocalypse. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Kelly Chapman. Hey! Uh, We're on our way home from watching the movie, and we thought we'd have a bit of our first impressions of what we thought uh, now that this movie's actually come out. So, Kelly, what was your impression? Did you enjoy the movie? Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, I did, too. I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as you and Paul, but uh, I did enjoy it. Really? You're going to start with I don't know if I liked it as much Okay Also full disclosure We're in the car We're driving Which means As per usual When we do these On the road podcasts It's possible I might yell at other drivers For not signaling Because People who don't signal Are the bane of my existence So There (laughs) You've been forewarned Um I thought it was really good I didn't know a lot About what was going to happen Going into it I had seen the previews So I kind of knew There was this guy That we're calling Apocalypse, although no one called him that, so... No one ever called him that in the movie. He never actually called that's himself I mean. Apocalypse. Yeah, but, like, that's what we're calling him? Yeah. But no one called him that. No. That's a little weird. But anyway... That happens in comic book movie adaptations all the time, which they, people have names that they don't actually end up actually oh, going Oh, does that by. happen in the MCU? Yes. Not that this is the MCU, <laughs> but yes. You're making fun of me because we talked about this earlier. I know. Um, yeah, I mean... They never called him Apocalypse, they just called him Alon Sapanur, which I'm fine with, because he has multiple names. No, that's names. fine, I just think it's weird that, like, the name movie's named after a person who's not named in the movie. Yeah, but it also could just because it, it was the coming of the Apocalypse, theoretically, like... Yeah, I guess so. The idea of having four horsemen and... So maybe he's not even named that? Well, I mean, I think... He is. He is, but, I mean, in, in theory, you could make the argument... That because they never called him that, that you could just say that the movie's called Apocalypse because it's is the he end times. Are... Character? Apocalypse? Yes. And or... is he called Apocalypse? Yes, he is. He was in the X Men. So that's a stupid assumption to make. That would be like if no. they didn't see the movie, they would make that assumption. No, if they if they didn't know the previous information about that character, like you didn't know that this guy's name that's was what Apocalypse. I'm saying. So only people who don't know. Yeah. Okay. Which, is, which is fine. So that's it, a dumb assumption. It goes both ways. Okay, so all I knew that there was this guy named Apocalypse, or not named Apocalypse, as the case may be. Yes. And that he might have four horsemen. Yes. And I had read something that said the new mutants being introduced. So yeah. Scott. Scott or, and Jean. Scott! Um, Jean. Yeah. Psylocke. Angel. But it's new, new blood. We're seeing a lot of new... Yeah. Yeah. So I had read that, like, those... The, the new mutants, if they were, but I know it's not new mutants, so... <laughs> Gotta be careful what I say. People shouldn't tweet you with their hate mail? Yeah. This okay. isn't new mutants. New mutants is an entirely different subplot in the... Well, blah, 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 it's actually right? an upcoming, maybe, movie, Oh, it's so. an upcoming movie. Well, there, you go. there you go. Spoiler! <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, so I didn't know very much about it. I did enjoy it. Um, you were saying... One of the first things you said to me when the movie ended was that it felt long. I did not feel like it felt long. Really? Sometimes these movies... Sorry, I'm lumping everything together. These movies that you pick... Superhero movies? Yeah. They yes. feel long. And I'm like, okay, just end it. Not the second Lord of the Rings, third Lord of the Rings long. Like, Any just of get Lord on the, the boat Rings. and leave. <laughs> not like that. Okay. But um, I did not feel like this dragged. I okay. felt like uh, there was not... The fight scenes were good. They weren't drawn out like okay we're still fighting like I feel like we I just saw um 
that movie that we just saw? Civil War? Yeah, I just saw Civil War last week um, after you guys having seen it earlier. And I felt like that was like, oh, we're still fighting. Like, Really? I did feel that way. And I do feel that way often because that's not the part of the movie I enjoy. I don't mind a cool flip or this or throw a guy or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's not the part of the movie I enjoy. I like the story. Um, so I didn't feel like it dragged. I felt like they got where they needed to go and they did it succinctly enough uh, while adding what they needed to add to make it enjoyable. So... Did you just, I think you gasped in the, th- in the theater. You were very upset yeah. when Magneto's daughter died. Yeah, did not see that coming. And didn't realize right away that it was both of them. Yeah, thought it was the, just the daughter. It went, went through her enough to hit yeah, the no, mother. Yeah, no, I understand yeah. the physics of it. I just didn't realize right away that that was happening. I thought it was just the daughter. And I was shocked enough that they killed the daughter. Mm. I sort of, I mean, I should have seen it coming because obviously he goes bad. Air quotes on the, he goes bad. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't really air quotes while you're driving because you're or, or podcasting. Um, no, but I can say air quotes, can I? No, can you I? can. Yes. Okay. Anyway, I knew he was going to go bad, air quotes. But, so obviously it makes sense that losing his family would be a factor. Absolutely. Um, so that makes sense. But I just didn't think it through. And I thought, oh, okay, they're going to take him from his family or something. Mm. I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. It, but I like that she's immune. Like, that was kind of cool. Oh, the daughter? Yeah. yeah that was interesting. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting way of getting Magneto to a certain point. I mean, in the comics, um, he uh, before he ever even knew he had powers, he was married, had a wife, they had a daughter. Uh, then his powers first manifested. Everyone was kind of freaked out. They burned his house down, and his daughter died in the fire. Oh. And he kind of killed everyone in the town. His wife was freaked out and kind of took off. That was always kind of what happened in the comics. So this was an interesting way of kind of building that element of backstory. Slightly tweaked for the movie, but I thought it was still very yeah. effective. The minute we saw they had a daughter, though, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to watch her die? Like, I felt like... Like, I, I didn't feel like there was a lot of suspense there because I knew something had to happen to her to get Magneto away from her. But it, I found that pretty sad. Like, no, it wasn't that sad. It, it was, was a sad, sad moment. It was sad, but, like... You were sad before it even happened is a weird thing to say. Yeah, well, because I knew she was going to die. She, I, I knew she had to die. Like in Up, when they introduced this character, and you're like, I'm pretty sure she's going to die because she's not in the rest of the movie, and like, never like made you feel for a character so much in a minute monologue. Yeah. Uh, not monologue, montage. Montage, yeah. Because when you know she's going to die. That's true. Maybe not, okay, it wasn't that up... That takes the cake for It wasn't up style. It wasn't up sadness? <laughs> no, it wasn't up sadness. Um, did you like Magneto's arc? If See, I, I felt it was weird that we had a lot of characters, but I wasn't really sure what all the characters' arcs really were, or if there even were that many. Like, Magneto goes, you know, he's he's on, he's on moved away from mutant politics, and he's just trying to live his life and have a wife and, and, and live simply, and that's kind of ripped away from him. Yeah. And then... Then he's just kind of depressed about it and gets manipulated into yeah, serving a that's his story. And they even said several times, he was like, I tried it your way, it didn't work. Like, yeah. he said that several times. It just felt weird to see a... It was like he was telling us, like, this is what's going on. I guess. It just... I guess that's fine. It's just, it's weird to see a, a Magneto directionless like that because he's such a forceful character. Well, but I, I guess like that was the is, point. They, they've made this character like, I'm good, I'm bad, I'm good, I'm bad, I'm good, I'm bad. Like, there's good in me, but yeah. I do bad things. And, like, the choices we make make me bad, not that they're, you know, bad to the bone. What did you... Bad to the bone. What did you think of Unzabinur? He was the big bad. Apocalypse? It's interesting. He didn't really we do a lot of... Calling him, we decided we were calling him Apocalypse. Okay, let's call him Apocalypse. He didn't really do a lot of fighting on his own. No, 
and I was even thinking, like, why does he even need these four horsemen? And then he just let them fight his battles for him, and I was like, yeah. alright, I guess that's why he needs them. Although, to be fair, most of the movie, the four horsemen did nothing but just stand there. Like, they yeah. spent a, a significant amount of the movie. Like, Psylocke just looked cool in the background oh for God. a long time. If there were ever a character to just stand there and look pretty, though, she is that character. Because, <laughs> damn, she looked good. She looked very so, good. So, like, if you're going to have someone just stand there and look pretty, she's the one. It's interesting that, you know, that's a... a Although, dip- can I just... Sorry. Yes. I'm going to interrupt you right there. Sorry, you go ahead. I'll do my thing. No, no. In- interrupt. Go ahead. Um, so, with, with Olivia Munn being Psylocke... Um, it was interesting to see a movie where that is straight out of the comics, like almost a, a perfect kind of recreation or so much of the comic version of the costume brought to life. It just made me sad that we don't get more of those, you know, more of the proper costumes kind of come into life. Because that's basically, basically a bathing suit is what she's wearing. Yeah. But she made it work. I'm going to have a hard time doing that as a Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it was it was cool to I see her as Silo. They're like he imbues his poor horsemen with powers. Yes. Yeah, and gives them cool costumes. It was like instantaneous. Like here's your powers. Here's your sweet new costume. Yeah. Like Storm was like, you know, <laughs> like some sort of like, uh, what is the word? Not vagabond, but like just no, some. Yeah. Like she had like she you know she's Aladdin. Stealing yeah. for food and Absolutely. trying to survive on the mean streets of Cairo. Oh yeah. I don't know if Aladdin's in be, Cairo, but you fair, know, she's basically she... Aladdin. And then he's like gives her extra powers. Like I guess she had powers, obviously. So yeah. He strengthens strengthens them. And then he gives her white hair. Gives her white hair, which was kind of cool. I liked that they did that. Um, although all I could think of was <laughs> Anna from Frozen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a, she got her white hair because she was kissed yeah. by a troll. Well, it's interesting you meant. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned the frozen um, characters because um, in some of the interviews uh, they had said that the version of Jean Grey they were using here was kind of like Elsa, oh. that uh, kind of uh, concealed and feel with her powers, trying to control oh. the powers. And so then, they didn't sing "Let It Go." So. No, they didn't sing "Let It Go." But then sure. at the end, she absolutely lets so it go. So what are her powers like? She mentions it a few times, like telepathy. I know, I know, but what is it that she did at the end? Uh, like well, where she just—I think we're of, led to assume that she kind of went Phoenix. Yeah, I was gonna say if she—they're making her the Phoenix already. Like that's kinda. It was kind of ambiguous, but like yeah. not maybe not ambiguous. But I just wasn't sure. Yeah, it was a cool like effect, like woo, all this yeah, energy. Yeah, but what really happened? What is happening? Yeah, no, for what sure. What was she doing exactly? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well that's a good answer. Hey. While we're on the topic of powers, yes. Um, what's Psylocke's power? Psylocke's power. In let the... me explain it to you. What I got from it. Yes. Like how Black Panther's powers come from a ring. It's going to be the line. <laughs> I feel like she's Green Lantern only pink, so she's Star Sapphire. Oh. Okay. Like is that what's happening? Because no. it just seemed like she could, with her will or whatever, make yeah. pink apparitions that did things. Yes. So, okay. So in the comics, she is a telepath. Uh, who also has some telekinesis. They've gone back and forth with how much of each power she has, but the idea was that she could manifest what they call in the comics a psychic knife, which is what the pink knife was. So in the comics, it's always been drawn as pink or slightly purple. And the idea is that she could use this blade, shove it in your, like, if she shoved it in your skull, like, she would frazzle your mind. So it's kind of using her telepathy, but manifesting as a, as a psychic energy sword. Psychic energy sword. Yes. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yep. Psychic energy sword. Um, did you like the new Jean Grey? I did, yeah. I like the actress. Um, I like... I like it. I like seeing... 
I know we don't always want to have origin stories, but I like not necessarily even origin stories because memes are just yeah. You know what I mean? But how these characters like, first kind of entered yeah, this world. And I like her and Scott sort of being young and, you know, you can see the connection they have even before there's any kind of romance between them. Yeah. Um, and I liked, sorry, going a little bit off what we're talking about, but uh, with Wolverine, you know, she's like, I can help you and then kind of helps him or whatever. But yeah. I feel like that sort of... Because we know that they have some kind of connection, even though it feels a little one-sided sometimes. Yeah. Um, they do have a connection, and that's sort of to see, like, the very small beginning of that. Mm-hmm. Although it does seem creepy because he's, like, so much older than her. She's, like, almost a teenager? Yeah. Yeah, it's Like, obviously, weird. like, he's just the same age or whatever all the time, but... Yeah. He's like a, he's like a vampire, almost. Kind of. But, like, it's just because Hugh Jackman's older. Yes, yes. And here's this, like... Girl playing a teenager. Yeah, no, that's true. So it's weird to think of them like that. What did you think of the Weapon X sequence? So they 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 they're in. Um, this... I think I thought. Sorry. No, oh, I was just going to set up the moment. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. Basically, they, they free Weapon X. From, so instead of him just kind of taking off on his own, they're actually the ones who help him get out of the facility, or at least get him out of his cage so that he can get himself out yeah. from there. What did you think of that whole th- sequence? I didn't know he was in the movie, so, like, I guess everyone knew that, but I didn't. So okay. that, to me, was, like, shocking. Not okay. shocking, like, shocking. Like a surprise. But, like, it's... Well, uh, yeah. A good surprise. Unexpected. Yeah, it's, yeah, you didn't see it coming, and so, there it was. There it was. Um, I liked it. I did think it was a little graphic for the rest of the movie. Like, it didn't seem to fit. Like, nobody else was yeah. really dying so graphically throughout the movie. No, it was and, the like, most... I saw the Wolverine movie. That was graphic. But, like, this was just, like, a little bit of, like, oh, hey, remember we kill people and there's blood and stuff. And, like, it didn't feel necessary for it to be so graphically violent. It felt like this was the Obviously most... Obviously, he wasn't just going to push people and run out of the no. building. Especially not in this state, right? And I think that yeah. was part of the point. No, I, under- I, I understand that it had a, a role and that maybe it's part of a bigger, you know, universe. Um, but I didn't love it. Okay. And I also, while it... we're on the topic of blood, when... Um, Charles was lying on the floor. Yes. Crying for Jean to help him. Not yeah. Crying. Crying yeah. out. Yes. Uh, there was a little too much blood, and like it was just a little bit like. It's all mental blood. It was it right? Wasn't it like in his mind? Okay, but it was still blood. No, it, it was. Just felt like. Yeah. Um, with the Weapon X sequence, it felt like the most violent they've let Wolverine be on screen. Yeah. Considering he's had two of his own movies, this felt the most violent. And it was in a movie that did what otherwise wasn't that violent. Yeah, like the, that's what I, said. Like, I just yeah, said that. Which is what you just words. said, yes. I mean, the stakes were high because obviously they were trying to destroy the world, but there, you weren't seeing a lot of people, like, you know, in a lot of agony or pain for the yeah. most part, except for in those sequences. That being said, as a fan of the comic, that was really cool to actually see it on, on screen the way it was kind of meant to be. Um, I, I don't know if you really. Did you like the getup he was wearing? He kind of had the. He's wearing like underwear, like and then they had like a belt on. And he had like the 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 helmet on. I guess I don't know if that's a getup so much as like oh. science equipment attached to it. Well, him. I'm gonna call it a getup. Okay. Uh, in the comics, that's a very iconic gear. So did I like Hugh Jackman shirtless? <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. Yes, I you did. didn't see his butt this time though, because the last time I they. I don't need to see anyone's butt. Okay. You saw a lot of Olivia Munn's butt. <laughs> Covered. Yeah. She looked good. She did. Just saying. Um, now Jennifer Lawrence was a lot of her being Jennifer Lawrence in this movie, and not as much being blue. How did you feel about that? 
I'm okay with it. Okay. No, I'm just asking. Like, it's interesting because the mo- the bigger a star she is, the less blue she's- she is in the movie. Is that really what you think is going on, or...? No, well, I think, I think... She doesn't... It could be a lot of things. It could also be... Her character be, doesn't seem to want to be blue. No, and it may have written that... She didn't that, want to be the hero. She didn't want to be... But maybe they wrote it that way because they didn't want to put Jennifer Lawrence in the makeup constantly. Like, maybe. She's a big star. They're kind of lucky to have her at this point. Like, her contract's up now. Like, who knows even if we're going to get more of her. Well, I do like that, I guess, because of Days of Future Past... Yes. Uh, we don't know that she's going to go bad because I don't know how they can make her a bad guy at this point. Well, especially she's given this movie. Such a good guy in this movie. Yeah, she's which is a little weird. People, she's like helping everyone out. She's trying to save Eric. Like she's a good guy. Absolutely. So, to go and make her bad now at this point, I'm not sure that works. No. Like obviously we've seen with Magneto that there's good in everyone and there's maybe bad in everyone mm-hmm. by that same effect. Uh, but I'm not sure you could make a character that's been so good in this movie that i did like i did like charles losing his hair yeah that was cool yes because now he's more like yeah uh patrick stewart yeah the um no the the ending with him and eric having that conversation in his mind he's telling hair that was interesting yes well first of all he just lost it he hadn't even seen himself yet no no i know but makes sense no absolutely um the horseman uh so did did you like the storm kind of changed her mind at the end no, that was good. Um, we we had to see that because we know Storm's a good guy. Yeah. And I wanted to see that. Uh, it's unfortunate that Angel was killed because, or we think he was killed. Maybe he, he wasn't. He looked pretty dead. He looked pretty dead, but that it's comic books. True. He, um, he was a weird character. Rebirth or something, I don't know. <laughs> so, he did look dead. I didn't think his character got any, any story, no. any lines. Did he talk? Like, he talked a little when him and Nightcrawler were fighting. Yeah, that was about when it. When they were fighting again at the end, there was no, like, hey, it's you. No. Um, whatever. But he didn't really, like, the guy, he didn't have a personality or a storyline. I so. didn't think the actor did a very good job either, to be honest. I don't know. Did you like it's that just the... kind a- of a waste of a character. Yeah. Did I you think. like the 80s setting? Um, Set in the 80s? Yeah, it's fine. I didn't think it really had a big impact on the story. Mm. Did you like Quicksilver's big moment? Like, he had a, a standout scene like he did in the last movie. Yeah, it was great. Did you and enjoy it? And they did it? the same kind of thing where they put, like, the, the music. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked Quicksilver. Again, it was period music. So I'm, I'm a little surprised that he didn't tell the dad, uh, Magneto. Yeah. You're my father. But I guess that was his arc, right? Like, he wanted to find his dad. He finally had the opportunity, and he didn't. Uh, but he wants to. So it was kind of interesting to kind of see yeah. him dealing with with family and what that means. Um, I like that we saw Jubilee. <laughs> Even though they didn't call her Jubilee. No. Nope. It's only funny because we were just watching the um, Honest trailer for the 90s cartoon. Mm-hmm. And they said, stop trying to make Jubilee a thing. It's not happening, okay? And so when I saw Jubilee, I was like, oh, Jubilee, <laughs> she's a thing. Now, there were rumors originally that Taylor Swift was going to be mentioned in this, but like, like that she was going to be in it, but as Dazzler, another character. I don't actually know and what it looks, Dazzler is. So. Dazzler is a, is a character in the comics who's like a disco star. Uh, and there were, I guess, shots or promo stills that I guess maybe were cut from the movie that they're at, that they go to a record store and they find like a Dazzler album. I don't know. But is it kind of interesting that they went to see Return of the Jedi, the the kids? Yeah. I kind of like. See, I I wish we had more of that fun stuff, like the kids bonding, going to a movie together. Well, they had cool. a mall scene in the original trilogy. 
Yeah. So it's kind of, I just, oh, they're one in all. That makes sense. It's yeah. like a throwback. That's true. It's, it's just, it's nice to kind of see those moments because I, I feel like these movies often, the X-Men movies often don't have a lot of humor in them. Yeah. Um, so when they do, it's, it's nice. It's a breath of fresh air. At <laughs> the end, they put the house back together. Uh, I don't think that's how your powers work. Well. Their combined powers are putting a house back together. Yeah. He can move metal and uh, she can move, move things with her mind. Yeah. I just don't think that's how you rebuild a house. Well, no, it's going to fall apart. <laughs> Like two minutes later, it should be falling apart. I don't know. It just seemed like a weird. I mean, yeah, they want the house back. Yeah. Stop Detroit destroying that poor house. It's never been destroyed before. Not in this movie. Didn't they like? Uh, they in the original trilogy. They they stormed the house. Yeah. Yeah. They they did some damage too. They did some damage, but they didn't blow it and up. And also, like, <laughs> I know it was not relevant to the story, so it's okay that they just didn't deal with it. Yeah. But like. They blow up the house. Yes. Thank God Quicksilver's there. Because yes. otherwise everyone is dead. Yes. Everyone. Everyone. Where do little kids go? They were just standing there. That whole, the whole rest of the movie. Yeah. The kids were just standing outside the blown up mansion. Jubilee must have helped them. They're, why Jubilee? Just because she's the only one whose name we know? Yes. I don't think that's actually, like, a I th- thing. I think it is That because she has a name, she has to, like... Be the quote-unquote leader. Did it seem like Weapon X got there really fast? Like it blew up and they're already there. Who? What? Weapon X or um, not? So not Weapon X. The, the program. Oh, people, Striker. Yeah, Striker and his people. Well, they were there really quickly. It's like there was a tremor and then the house blew up and then they were there. Maybe they were headed there already. Maybe, but they said it was but because just... they 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 detected the psychic intrusion. Because that's why they need to go there. Well, they have that fast helicopter thing. I guess. That's true. I just feel like they just left a bunch of kids standing in a field for... Yes, they did. An hour? Six hours? Twelve? A day? A day? Who knows? But they, like, flash back at the end to the the mansion. Yeah. And, like, they're all still standing there staring at the house. I just feel like there should have been some kind of... Because there's a lot of time. One person gathering the kids and saying, like, well, wait here and... Yeah. The adults will come back. I don't know, something. I want to believe it was Jubilee. Like, I feel like in the the first time when all, like, they had to evacuate the house or whatever. Yeah. At least you saw, like, Colossus was there and he was, yes. like, That's kind true. of taking care of the kids or whatever. That's true. Um, As maybe not the oldest kid, but, like, the biggest. What did you uh, think of them using uh, Moira McTaggart again from the first movie? She would, she missed the I last movie. I kind of want to go back and, like, watch the first movie because I don't remember everything. Yeah. Even like you were saying like, with Havoc and stuff, like I don't remember Havoc that oh, much. Oh, Havoc died. That was. I kind know of that was sad. Don't they feel kind of wasted though? Like, well, we didn't get to see them doing anything together. No, like oh, this, hey, is, this is my brother. My he's a mutant too. He's twenty years younger than me. Yeah. That's weird, but I have learned that we're not supposed to worry about continuity. Right. We're just supposed to kind of go along with it. Yeah. No, it's unfortunate they killed Havoc, but someone had to die. Um, now this is something that bugs me. But and wait, I, what was it saying? Some of Moira. Moira. Oh, I, I like her. I like her. I like Rose Byrne. I like. Yeah, I like Rose Byrne. She's all right. I like at the end when he gives her her memories back. Yeah, that was kind of. Oh, nice. I feel like she's gonna be pissed. Kind of right. But she, um, they gave her a life. At least they gave her a husband and a kid. That's and... true. Well, actually, in the comics, her kid is becomes a big villain for the X Men. Ooh. Uh, Proteus. Um, now here's a, a question. I bought you that book. Yes, you did. You brought me X-Men Proteus hardcover. You did. Okay. Um, interesting thing about... Not interesting thing, but something that does nag at me a little is that I just wish they had spent more of their budget to make the characters look a little bit older. 
I know you said that. I know, and it I doesn't think bother you, me at all. It doesn't bother. Well, like Rose Byrne. I just tossed you aside. I know you did, but it's like twenty years later. She should look twenty years older than she did in the first one. She doesn't. No one looks twenty years older than they did in first stand or our first uh, class. Well, it just they make such a point of making it that it's been ten years since each movie, basically. So I feel like if you're going to make that a plot point and keep mentioning it, then the character should look older. Like, um, Beast does not look like he's old enough to be teaching these kids. He looks like he's their age, which he is. Yeah, but, like, if there's anything I learned as I grow up... Yes. Like, when I was 18, I had a certain picture of what an adult looked like. Yes. And then, like, as I got older, like, I still don't think I look older than I used to. Obviously, I look a little older, but, like... I'm... How old am I? 35. Yes. You're going to bleep that out, right? (laughs) And uh, I'm 35. That one, too. And I don't feel like I look like a grown-up yet. Like, you and I go out and, like, we still get carted places and, like, I... I Well, we are young-looking. I know. And so maybe she's young-looking. That young-looking, though? Yes. Okay. Maybe she was... I don't know. Like she was, like if she, she was twenty in the first movie and who, forty now. Rose Byrne. Yeah, sure. But she was a, like a CIA agent already. Yeah, she's some sort of like Doogie Howser style genius. Okay. All Remember right. how Doozy, Doogie was a doctor? <laughs> you just call him Doozy. I, I thought you would not point that out. <laughs> Listen, some of us are concentrating on driving while podcasting. That's okay? true. I'm glad you're keeping us alive. That's pretty rude. Um, well, let, let, let's wrap up. Generally speaking, you enjoyed it. You thought it was a great movie. You thought the characters were cool. Yep. yep. Uh, you love yep. Olivia Munn and Psylocke. Favorite comic book movie this year. Really? More than Civil War? Yes. More than Deadpool? Uh, ooh. Yeah. Favorite? You can't say X-Men related movie because Deadpool counts. You can't say Fox because Deadpool counts. Favorite movie released in May? <laughs> that works. I liked it more than Civil War. Deadpool was just entirely different. Because I was. feel like this was so much an ensemble movie. Yeah. Deadpool was like He's Deadpool. about Deadpool. And Colossus. I mean <laughs> Neo Sonic Teenage Warhead Mutant Chick Girl. Yeah. What was her name? Nega- I got some of it. You got most of it right. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Oh, I was gonna I said Warhead. Or is it Teenage Negasonic Warhead? Uh, Whatever, it's a stupid name, just saying. Yeah. Um So it was a different kind of movie, but maybe they're equal. Okay. I give it a nine. Okay. And do you think it was better than or worse than Days of Future Past? Um It was different. I would have to rewatch maybe DOFP. Yeah, we're calling it that. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch that maybe to make that statement. Okay. But I feel like maybe Days of Future Past was better because I really liked the way they had the different did versions. You cast? Yeah, they did a really good job, I thought, of bringing it all together. And I remember not really knowing a lot about what the movie was going to be like and then leaving and just feeling blown away. And, like, I liked this movie. I left feeling satisfied and happy and, like, I well, really enjoyed my... Well, I'd to my... give it a 9. Yeah, I would give it a 10, but I just feel like... Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's a 10. I'm just saying. It would... I really enjoyed myself this time. I'm not sure I was, like, blown away at the cinematic ingenuity or yeah. something. Also, no Kitty Pride. No, so. no. Well, she's too young. She should, shouldn't be there. If it, this is the 80s. No, I know, but she was in the last one, so I'm saying I yeah, liked it oh, more, maybe. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. I really like her. I enjoyed it. I mean, I want Rogue. When, when do we get a new Rogue? Uh, that's a good question. She is my favorite. I'd like Rogue to actually have real powers. 
like 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 we know her in the comics and the X Men animated series. How <laughs> you said like we know her in the comics? Like I know her. I just included because I read comics. Yes, people. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if I liked it more than the other X movies. I really liked First Class. It was enjoyable. I don't didn't don't think I liked it. Sorry, I like Civil War and Deadpool a lot more. Than uh, this? Yeah. You like Civil War more than this? Absolutely. You're a weirdo. <laughs> But Civil I, War was okay. But I like, love Civil War. I thought, why? Well, in comparison. What I was mean, so good about it? But Civil War? Yeah. Um, I thought well, I thought it had a little bit stronger of a plot. Um, I really liked the character dynamics because... Now, part of it's not even in any way X-Men's fault, but we've been able to grow with the characters in the, X, in the MCU more because they've had more movies. Um, and so I felt like it was more of an emotional yeah, follow-up. Yeah, like they're that stale. They're not stale. Well, one might say that they're stale. All right. Well, that's our episode. Thank you for joining us. That's such a great note to go out on. That uh, they're stale. That you that you well, think you're the one going out stale. on that. I'm turning the car off. That doesn't mean the episode has to be over. Fair enough. If you'd like to email us at Comic Shenanigans, you could do so. At I com- didn't do any shout outs. Do you have any shout outs to do? Yes. Who? Shout out to AJ. Okay. Shout out to Todd. Yes. Shout out to Matt Miller. Yes. Mm. Leon. <laughs> Leon, okay. That's four shout-outs. Yeah. Okay. You... Hi, Mom. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast. She does not listen to the podcast. Okay, those are my shout-outs. Okay. You can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Uh, we have some great episodes coming up in the next few weeks. Great interviews with Zeb Wells, Paolo Rivera, and Tony Bedard. So look forward to those as well as an episode with uh, John Semper Jr. that will be coming out in July. I mean... I'm not any of the on any of those episodes. So to be clear, how great can they really be? You are going to be on more episodes coming up in the air. Who says? Uh, I think you're seeing Ghostbusters. Maybe. And I think you're seeing Star Trek Beyond. Maybe. And I think these you're are seeing, not confirmed events. And I think you're seeing Suicide Squad. Oh, definitely seeing Suicide Squad. <laughs> now here's a question: Based on the trailers, who's hotter, Suicide Squad? I'm oh, sorry, Suicide Squad. Yep. Yep. Harley Quinn or uh, Psylocke? Psylocke. Okay. I mean, I love me some Harley. Yes. The character in general. Yes. Um, and Margot Robbie, Robbie, whatever her name is, she <laughs> looks like she's going to do a good job of it. Um, and she's, you know, the expression crazy hot comes from somewhere. She's crazy hot. But, like, if you took away her personality, mm. like, if I didn't know the characters and you just put Harley next to Psylocke. Yeah. Pfft, Psylocke blows her out of the water. Okay. But, like, as a personality, like, Psylocke didn't really have a personality in this movie. Not a lot. kind of lame. Um, Badass, but, like, we don't know anything about her. No. I don't know if she's cool. She didn't really have any witty comments. No. Like, Harley kicks her ass in the personality department. Okay. So, like, if we're going to play, like, you know, what's that game? I don't, uh, oh, isn't it, um... Date Mary. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to not use language? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Fair enough. Well, thank you for joining me for this episode. This was a lot of fun. Can't wait. I can't wait to come back. I might be back. All right. Bye-bye.